My name is Jack Oway. And I am Jay Oway, and this is Like Dragon Like Sun, the D&D podcast. Uh, Run by father and son. That's that right. rhymed. That rhyme. And uh, we are digging in to some brand new Unearthed Arcana today. That's right. If you are not informed yet, if you're living under a rock like many Earth Elementals, so today we are putting the Draconic into Dragon and Sun. That's right. A new Unearthed Arcana has been released. Draconic options. Have Letting you, you of, become a dragon. You know, it, it new does... New playable it, dragon race. It does feel like no, like this not. This is like building on some stuff we'd seen come out already, right? There was Drake Warden, um, mm. which you... Oh, that uh, could be cool. So you played. And there was also the... the Drake Warden the Dragon. The, there was a Dragon Monk. Oh, yes, the Ascendant Soul Dragon stuff. Right. So it makes me wonder, are they going to do a big dragon drop? Yeah. Is whatever comes after Ravenloft, Ravenloft a... Are they putting the dragon back in Dungeons & Dragons? Are they... Yeah, I think there was like something like a Dragonomicon or something crazy back in like three, third edition. Um, and, and in this new drop, there's also some allusions to Dragonlance. Oh, you're right. There not, was. Not that Dragonlance has a monopoly on dragons. I mean, by any means, but it does make you wonder mm, what makes more, you think. What more dragony McDragon thing is coming What's down the pipe? What's brewing down? But brewing if uh, you want to get a head start works. on figuring out all the stuff, well, you have come to the right place. We are not only here to give you a brief surmising, although pause quickly, have a brief read of it, so we don't have to yeah, read verbatim. We're going to try to to cut back on our reading verbatim a bit. Hear the. Who, who did the one? Was it Todd Kendrick who did the yeah, recent in-depth analysis? He, he has the inside scoop. He beats us by hours. Apparently, I don't know. He must be friends with Jeremy Crawford or something. I don't know. I don't know what his releases. deal is. Um, Anyways. He uh, had a, a closer look at all the, the text and what it all means. We want to think about practicality in your game, inspire you to create something with this new, with these new rule options. Yeah, so... Uh, there's a couple of things that stand out. You know, it talks about ability score increases, which is pretty standard stuff these days. Uh, increase one score by two and another score by one. You know, this is just how races work. Um, yeah. Languages, it says you can read, write, speak common, and then one other language. And I I'm would like, choose Whoa. Draconic. Well, wait, back the boat up. Like, I am, I am just getting a little bit sick of how everybody's just speaking common all the time. It's, it's just a little bit... It's a little bit, you know, it's a little bit of an assumption that everybody in the world just speaks the same damn language. It's, it's clearly not true in the worlds we live in. Um, I'm going to do maybe all Elvish Maybe it's because I, we live in a part of the that? world where English is by far not the most common language. My whole party speaks Elvish. Uh, why not? Um, but yeah, wouldn't it be cool if for once, just once, they said, oh yeah, the base language, if you take these things, is draconic. And then, hey, you get one more. Choose common with well, that. Well, I think each do get draconic for free as well. But yeah, whatever. Anyways, I, I don't think they actually do. That is just my it's little rant perhaps. out there, folks. DMs, mm. build build campaign settings where everybody speaks a language other than common. Make your players take that language. Yeah. Uh, good advice, but... Funnily enough, it doesn't actually say they speak Draconic in the write-ups themselves, at least looking at chromatic. So yeah. perhaps a little bit of an oversight there, or intentional, Maybe question mark. Um, yeah, I think there's also not a whole lot of lore for any of these. Um, so you can kind of follow the existing Dragonborn or Kobold lore, or you can make up your own. Because uh, I think usually, like, for the 5e, it's all about how there was, you know, Toril, and then there's Faerun, and then... The dragonborn are from like an alternate dimension where there's no gods. I think, and then they came but over. But I think this is retconning recently. that a little bit. This Maybe. is this is sort of feels like as I read through this now that it's like yeah no you These had are proper dragonborn. You actually born. your background somehow is connected to dragons. 
you could have a tail in this. I could see people with wings in yeah, this. Why like, not? That that dragonborn aren't separate from dragons. They are somehow directly connected to the ancestry of dragons. Mm. So that's kind of cool. I like that. Um, Tiamat. And, and even for your related. creature type, you can now say, because like the way that 5e is gone now is that you can be kind of almost any creature type you want. Um, I guess we haven't seen any genuine aberration beast types yet, um, or maybe even celestials. Uh, mm. But you can make any of those things with your custom lineages go crazy. Anyways, well, I, no, you're still humanoid though, right? I think you can change it. Anyways, can you change it? yeah, because oh. some of them now are, you know, you can be fey, you can be a construct. I've always um, thought it was like a mix. The only, the only ones I don't think. I mean, I don't think. I mean, I think there's some undead. I want to play there news. Now. Ooze, plants. I don't Ooze know. Slash humanoid. Um, but anyways, happy. these ones, these ones today are are dragon. That's true. Uh, they're not part dragon. They're all humanoid. They're all dragon all the time, baby. But they're not technically dragons. No. By but, creature typing. But what if you if you want to add that in hey, and then go you have. For it. Things that affect dragons affect you. That's a cool thing to do. I don't know how many things that are positive out there for that affect dragons. <laughs> I don't but know. I don't think there's many things that are super useful. Maybe, maybe isn't that one of the? That's one of the weirdest. Maybe your things. DM has a, a a portal set up that only dragons can. Can go we through. talk about that? Why does the dragon thing its own thing? Why aren't they just like lumped in with monstrosities or something? Yeah, it's they. Well, clearly because they got their name on the box. Yeah, they're big, big stars. They've got uh, top billing in the movie. Uh, you know, it's not the the Beholder and Dungeons movie. Nope, it's the Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, it's not Dungeons and Beholders. <laughs> exactly. Sorry. So, so I guess really, actually, the top billing is the dungeon. Yeah. And then the dragons number two come but, afterwards. They come second. Uh, but yeah, still, there's nothing more iconic than a dragon. Even the way the ampersand ampersand is a little dragon. Is a little dragon. Flames. It's flames. iconic. You know, the, so. So I think for D&D to get into doing, a you know, all this sort of real revamp of their dragon race, which is a new thing. You know, when I came back to this game after a 20-some year absence from it, um, Dragonborn were a, like a surprise to me. I was like, whoa, what? Yeah. And I'm like, this is crazy, overpowered. They got breath weapons. And then after playing for a while, I'm like, actually, the yeah. breath weapons are, are rubbish. In fact, as a race... Yeah. As written, they weren't great, no, uh, they but suck. that gets fixed. This well, fixes that. Oh, Critical Role tried to fix it first by introducing yeah. their own Exandrian yeah. Dragonborn, which are a different flavor, and I think if you want to play that, tails, you can. They're which is cool. nice, and I think all dragons should have tails. I don't yeah. think why. And they're not necessarily beefy, scaly. They're a little bit like more whiskery, slender in some instances as well with the Draconite ones, I believe, or whatever they're called. Dragon, dragon blood, maybe, sure. they're called. Um, but this is going back to the classic chroma, chromatic dragons yep. versus the metallic dragons. And, and then the unique addition of gem dragons. Right, which we hadn't seen or heard much of for a while. At least for, for um, a while. It was only, what, during the 20th, or what we, what was it? Would have been 45th anniversary or something of That D&D they released the sapphire dragon. Yeah, because it was that dice mm-hmm. set, right, uh, that came out mm-hmm. in 2019. Um, I think that's when it came out. I could be wrong. And but, anyways, it had a little sapphire in it, and so they they put out the sapphire dragon. They have given log. us the confirmed list of five E gem dragons, at least prototype wise. Yeah, amethyst, crystal, emerald, sapphire, and topaz. And and as you know, dragons each do their own unique form exactly. of damage. Um, and though the metallic ones and chromatic ones often like mirror overlap each other a little bit. Yeah. Um, these ones don't at all. Yeah, these, these are completely different. The uh, in D and D, there's very few things that resist force damage. So stay yeah. away from the old amethyst dragon because they de- deal force damage. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, crystal radiant, emerald psychic, sapphire thunder, and topaz. I'd love to see what a topaz dragon's like. Well, they're ne- they're necrotic damage. So That's, are they? You uh, typically align that with undead are they or spooky. Doing but something? Maybe with that? not. Maybe they're trying to do something know. new. Reinvent the necrotic wheel. I kind of like it. Anyways. Or you pick up Toll the Dead and be like, what? I'm just a Topaz dragon. <laughs> Flavor, reflavor, something like that. Chill Touch is just like. <sighs> so there's a, and there's another sort of variation to point out very quickly on the chromatic, metallic, and gem is how their breath weapons are sort of differ. Mm. Uh, it's not just in the damage type. It's not tied to the type of dragon, but the type 
the more general yeah, the, type, the, that makes these sense. families not of dragons. the like interspecies like brass bronze copper like it was before yeah but now it's more chromatic does it one way and metallic does it the other way and gem does it another way does it how does I gem think do so, it doesn't it no it also does a cone i believe so right really okay. the only ones that are super different with that are the chromatic ones so okay so what we're talking about folks here is the shape of the breath weapon exactly the br- i want to say bread and butter i don't know if it is but i feel like it's the classic dragon move is to breathe some form yeah. of element what else would you do yeah um so the the chromatic dragons are all now because this used to Lines. vary yeah like you said now uh it's 30 foot line that is five, five foot feet wide. wide yeah so that's a nice long blast zone um big laser beam of acid lightning poison fire or cold you decide mm. um which is great uh also 2d 8 damage which it's better, is way better than the original. nice amount half on a on a save um that's a good hit previously it was d6 2d6 then scaling 3d6 46 i don't think it got higher than 46 did it and it goes up no it did get a 5d6 goes up to 5d8 now which is now it's 5d8 which is not bad and you can use it a number of times equal to your proficiency bonus rather than once which is nice which and that whole connection to proficiency bonus thing we've seen Mm. that again and again now yeah uh becoming a big part of how the D mechanics work it is still a long rest super happy to see that that sort of change up um yeah nothing no complaints with that really no no super good draconic resistance is very similar resistance to the damage type oh, associated but it's huge really yeah i mean um because you get to pick of the litter you know not many people get to start out with a damage resistance and yeah. your choice of between essentially five or six no just five different options is pretty nice and at starting from third level for 10 full minutes you can become immune to a damage type. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So immune. you could set oil to the the tavern, like cast oil everywhere. Yeah. Red dragon as, uh, like ancestry set the whole tavern on fire. You're running through it. All the birdies are or, or are burning you're alive. working your self centered fireballs. Yeah. So oh, the other thing to point out with this is That's these fun. these new um, this race now is also a big plus for any of the melee combat. Uh, classes if you play a fighter uh, barbarian ranger paladin if you have somebody with multiple attacks the good news is that your breath weapon now replaces one of your attacks it's not a full action that's very nice actually yeah so you can you can really open up like even at a fairly low level if you've got two proficiency bonus of just plus two okay you want to multiple attacks at that point but at some point you get multiple attacks you probably have proficiency mm-hmm. bonus of plus three so yeah you can still open up your first round of attack with two breath weapon blasts yeah um no you can only do one can you only do one per turn or it says you replace one of your attacks i don't know when you take the attack action you can replace one not multiple uh, your attacks could you not replace it again with your I second attack it only activates when you take the attack action and it specifically says that you can only take one Okay, so, so you think once you can't think thing. I can't double blast when I come running into no. combat? It's a once per turn thing, but you could then also say you're a fifth level fighter, breath weapon, then slash or yeah. fire well, off an arrow. Sure, uh, yeah, you could you could fire blast somebody who's close to you or even thirty feet away from yeah. you, uh, and, and then, then follow that up with another like crossbow axe. bolt or something, yeah, exactly. or uh, or you could say it, yeah, melee attack. Oh man, I think the options and things on this now as a fighter. Um, are really kind of yeah. cool. Suddenly a, a free 30-foot range attack. It's not bad. Yeah. Better than thrown weapons. Yeah. And I mean, it makes you as a as a dragonborn look pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah. Like, um, and I think I think whether... Or like, we, have, we, we haven't we really think, dreamt this up yet, but mm. whether you're making like a really interesting ranger or perhaps even a really kind of cool paladin... Well, I was thinking maybe pair this up with the drake board and go full dragon, you know? Yeah go kobold they're small you can ride your well no i think the drake's actually also small until higher levels but mm. you know there's a certain point where it becomes large <laughs> you could ride or it. medium even if it does become medium you could ride it if like, you think a, about that you know kobold on the and we will get to kobolds in a moment they get some love in this as they well do, they do um anyway so i'm really pleased with that the on metallic the other side of the coin yeah, the metallic ones they get a they now have a cone that's right 
and it's a 15 foot cone so, so the not range as far, but yeah but maybe anybody who's ever yeah. played on a tabletop or virtual or otherwise and you lay down that cone you know how wide the spread on that suddenly is is like oh man because this like the for the chromatic you could only ever really get six in there right no more than yeah that. i mean you could line up i mean chance are you never get much more than that as well i mean six in a line is tough to get it's, unless yeah. it's a narrow hallway yeah exactly <laughs> um but yeah, you can you could blast some things with that. The fifteen foot cone's a really amazing huge area of uh of blasting. Mm. Um and you also have uh yeah, the same damage types, fire and lightning acid and Exactly. Oh, well, there's no poison. There's no poison. The fun thing about chromatic is that they do get the poison option from green. Yeah. Uh, which is not present for uh, metallics because both they're, they kind of double up on fire with the brass and gold although studying metals a little bit more i think it's it's kind of you know what's the deal with brass and bronze getting their own title you know yeah. what's up with that they're just alloys yeah it's crazy i hate it get rid of it no one lo- I, I hate brass and bronze dragons copper deserves to be on that list pure raw metal yeah where's where's our platinum dragon huh? yeah come on well that's the god right yeah um but you could do cobalt dragon that's what kobolds are named after for goodness sake are you kidding me the word cobalt comes from kobold and they didn't even think to include that so dumb it's all dragons baby all the way down uh yeah and so the tungsten dragon imagine (laughs) cool would that be tungsten uh so the breath weapon attack on the gem dragons is a 15 foot cone it says oh but also let's talk a little bit about what the special the special little new feature that metallic dragons get right you get a special second breath weapon uh when you take the attack action you can replace one of your attacks so now if you want to double up you can because when you take the attack action and you're a fighter with two two things your first one is your regular i don't know let's say fire and the second one you follow it up with this knock people away or prone them or you know or you you set it up for the double you know you knock them prone and then you freeze them over you acid them so each creature in the area has to make a strength save Mm. or get pushed and this is crazy 20 feet yeah that's pretty so this really in my mind this really is annoying you know telekinesis when it was first in a ua and i'm thinking this is going to get nerfed as well i don't think 20 feet is going to stay telekinesis was kind of a big number like that and it got nerfed down to five feet, yeah. which really for my pain. soul knife, like that was a knife to the heart. <laughs> a soul knife That was heart. a psychic knife right into her heart. She's like, she was very disappointed by how much her telekinesis got, got dialed back. I'm wondering if this isn't going to get dialed back in a similar way. 20 feet seems, yeah. ooh. And on top of just the push, there's a pro- getting knocked prone part of it as well. That's pretty cool. Right? That's gigantic. That is such a and massive blast. And then you walk up and hit him with your great sword with advantage. Such a blast. That's pretty fun. Such a blast. Alternatively, it, and this is, is not when you gain is, this feature. Weapons, this is whenever you use it. a range Sorry. attack? Uh, well, no, it's not, it doesn't count as it either. So, so oh, it's, it's a save. It's, it's, not. It's, it's a not an attack. It's not a range attack. It's is not it, a melee attack. It's, it's not a, a spell s- attack. It doesn't count as any of those. So any feature that says you when you make a melee attack or when you do certain so you know, like shunny, bonus, you can't do that. Back in first edition, we used to have saves versus breath weapons. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, I mean that's what this would be used for. However, you don't need to use the push and knock prone one. You could alternatively force the people who who don't save on the con save instead of strength uh, to become incapacitated. So you're like a mini monk. Imagine. Ooh, ooh, does this mean you could breath weapon flurry of blows? Maybe. That's pretty cool. Um, I mean, incapacitated removes somebody's ability to make actions or an and reactions. reactions. They can still move, but they but also they, lose concentration. They can't on the concentrate on spells, which is a really good. This is a good exactly. spell buster. Ooh, especially you take Mage Slayer. That's super fun. Um, but it is a and Constitution theory, save, but... which is what they have to normally make to. Yeah, maintain it's an, constitution yeah. anyway. So, but hey, at least but you're if they're forcing a warcaster, them, they don't get advantage. You're you know? Forcing them to make a roll on it. So it's true. There's that. Uh, and by the way, the DC is same as last time. Eight plus con modifier plus your proficiency bonus. These don't do any damage, but pairing up with some other ones, I could see some fun combos there. Yeah. Or again, like a monk who, when they take the attack action, you can do a couple things with your bonus action. I wonder how well this could pair up with the the ascendant soul that we've seen as of recent i'd love to see like the potential there 
look it up right now, in fact. Um, but then finally, we have our gem dragons. Is there anything? Um, yeah, I mean, apart from the fact that you now can do Force, Radiant, Psychic, Thunder, Necrotic. Yeah. How exciting is that? Um, they also have this, like, the Psionic Mind, uh, which, you know, is, is if you looked at the Sapphire Dragon, something that you would have recognized from there. Um, and so, yeah, so you can now telepathically speak to any creature you can see within 30 feet of you. Which is kind of awesome. Who needs message anymore? This is even better. Um, you don't need to share a language, but that person must be able to speak um, and understand at least one language. So you can't like talk to like birds and things. Hmm. Um, however, your communication doesn't <laughs> give the creature the ability to respond to you. Oh. Oh. All right. Well, that's okay then. Whatever. One-way messages. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose it's still like, you know, if if you like, well, you have to be able to see them as well, though. Uh, but huh. I mean, you can still sort of weaker telepathy. You, yeah, yeah. So you could still say like, sneak around behind him. I'll distract him. Mm-hmm. Like you could still like, you know, send little messages like that. To a your little buddies. updates, you know, as long as you yeah. can see you, your friend. Yeah. I mean, it're not as good that way. You're right. Uh, forget my, me saying that message. This was better than message. It's not. Mm. Uh but yeah. you also, also get gem flight. This is actually a third and, level, though. And any time that I hear the word uh, "you gain a flying speed," I'm like, yeah. "You, I'm sold." But it's temporary. It's you not had constant. me. You, you had me at a flying speed. But you, for as a bonus action, you can summon an array of spectral gems that match your gem ancestry. I'd love to see topaz wings or little amethyst crystal wings, or people getting creative, maybe even doing something else with it, yeah. not having to be restrained. I could see someone making a very cool shard mind, which I remember was like a 3.5 or maybe fourth edition race with this new thing, you know, not necessarily be bound to the whole idea of dragons. Uh, you gain for one minute, much like um, the protector ASMR, you gain wings uh, and a flying speed equal to your walking speed and you can hover. Uh, but once you do so, you can't do so again until you finish a long rest, unfortunately. So it's a, a once-per-day sort of thing. Yeah. Or maybe uh, week, depending on what kind of system you're running. Yeah. Gritty realism, this really sucks, but oh well. Some of uh, the next bit applies to... To our little dragon friends. Our kobolds. Now, historically, and I don't know if it was just because kobolds were kind of added in as a little bit of a playable character joke for a while. I a think it, their, it feels yeah. like a Chris Perkins joke, like, because the way you know, he the played it. Triggered, so, the like, way he you know, played it, he played, what's his name, the Spurt, spurt yeah. in Crooked Roll, yeah. which was an amazing, funny, great character, and he did it so well with so many funny little weapons and accoutrements on that character that really got squished really early. Um, and the idea, I think, for a while is that we we were just wanting to make fun of kobolds, right? They were a sort of a joke. You had this, like, really terrible feat where you were essentially able to cower. Beg, grovel. And yeah. which A little silly. Which but... is a little comic, you know, in a way. Um, and worst of all was they had this monstrous strength nerf. Oh, minus two sucks. It was like... And sunlight sensitivity. It was like really like... It yeah, was we, a bad race. You don't want to play these. We're going to make sure you don't want to play. If you play this, it's only because you're the sort of player who can really handle being the weakest the butt one of the, the joke book. yeah and and but hey you know what sometimes at a table that's great fun yeah anyways out with the old in, in with, with the, the new. new uh kobolds are cool again yeah kinder gentler did you know the german for goblin yeah yeah that's that's uh and you like and you're also right in the fact that the the word kobold also comes from and cobalt comes are, from kobold related which means uh, goblin oh, it's all connected goblin metal, it's man. right there goblin metal yeah. Uh, so now, so now we've got this thing where the legend tells of the first kobolds emerging from the underdark near their lairs of the earliest dragons, and you've got this like you know much more heroic sort of. Yeah, it almost seems to be minion them. movie vibes, you know, in that beginning when they do the whole exposition of the minions running around. Yeah, and, and the, like, and then when they finally ruler. decide when they like decide, you know what, we're gonna have to do this on our own. Let's go. Um, they often end up serving dragons in some cases or defend people against them uh, due to their connection in some way uh, with them, which is kind of fun. And now they get a roar. Yeah. 
Harem Which roar. I didn't think of as a kobold thing. I thought the more of, of crafty tricksters. I also worry a little bit. You know, and Leonin came out. Dungeon scapers. Leonin came out in Theris, <clears throat> and we all kind of looked at the roar, and I was hoping the roar was going to be magnificent. And it was ma- And it's kind of like, right. uh, it needs a revision that makes it way better than it is. Because frankly, right now, I think kobolds are out roaring lions. Yeah. Which I'm like, what's up Give with that? Give the Leonins this roar. We'll this get into it in That ain't right. That's I like, not right. I love the new draconic well, legacy you know how some, You know how some um, racial features carry over like across races, like um, powerful, powerful build, build yeah. for example. Uh, why not have roar as one that also... I think this is a very specific kind of roar. I know. They're trying to do it. They're, kind of, they're trying to say as well. Like, it's a look, draconic that, roar. Well, that these little kobolds... They use it the this this so called roar to express actually a bunch of different things. It could be your classic raw go to battle charge, yeah, or it could, it could be yee, or resolve elation, elation. That's my kobold's it, roar. That's it could it, be fear. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, it could be a bunch of different things. Um, but yeah, it's a special power. Oh, and also, kobolds can be any color now. Yeah, it's canon. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, you don't have to make them sort of a rusty red color. They can be anything you want. My favorite new trait that they get is Draconic Legacy. Very versatile. When you get this feature at first level as a kobold, you can kind of choose what direction you want to go in. You can be a little bit more halflingy and gain advantage on saving throws against frightened conditions. Uh, you can learn a sorcerer cantrip, but it doesn't have to be charisma. It can use any ability, which makes it super adaptable to well, clerics. Intelligent wisdom or charisma. You know. You, yeah, you can't true. make strength your your you know, spellcasting. Warlocks, ability. wizards. I could see all sorts of. I, I could see a wizard. You know, but even a wizard. Yeah, kobold. I mean, even a, a rogue who, who's got decent intelligence, yeah. you can pick up a cantrip with this. Well, uh, go for it. With this race, which is kind of fun. Or a kobold swashbuckler who uses charisma. Yeah, you know, many directions to go with it. Or you can choose to go a little bit more martial with it. Um, and you can make unarmed strikes with your tail, and if you hit, it deals yes, one you get a tail. You modifier. get a tail that you can fight with. Ooh, Ascendant Dragon Kobold, who instead of using his punches, uses little tail whips. And because and if you if you remember the Ascendant Dragon, you can replace the tail whips with fire damage or ice damage or lightning Ooh. damage. So you could have a Kobold whose little tail does like releases like lightning cracks as he whips cool. it at his foes. And well, it um, it actually says it's bludgeoning damage, but yeah, if you take the monk feet, it could would mm-hmm. it add on top of that? Be bludgeoning and no, no, it's it becomes one becomes lightning. It becomes, but yeah. also look, you know, since we've killed off the minus two to your strength, this is now d six plus your strength damage. Mm. Um, but your strength but it can be doesn't have to be instead. terrible. Instead, uh, what, sorry, no, it can be your dexterity if you're a monk. Make an unarmed strike. Oh, can you? Do you think? Yeah, I'd let that happen. It's an unarmed sure. strike, right? Huh? Yeah, it says currently your strength, but yeah, you could change it up if you're a monk. Yeah. Um, and yeah, a D6, that's pretty good. It's better or than... do a strunk. Yeah, a strength monk. A draconic roar. Bonus action. But hey, one more thing going oh. over that. It's like so versatile. If you want to be like, I'm not sure what, like on my martial or thing, whatever, I just kind of want to be more resistant or resilient in general, pick the first one. If you want to be more castery, you can do that. I think I love how versatile kobolds are now. So it makes me feel how crafty and, you know, how they, they learn to use what they can yeah. and pull from their, Look, their they're, own nature. They're a small humanoid with dark vision. Yeah. Um, great. Let's go. And they've got these these... Yeah, these neat little features, cantrips and tails, and this roar, bonus action roar, mm. which, I mean, anytime you can see a bonus action is great. It's yeah. just one more thing you get to do in your action economy. Stack up as a biggest catalog of bonus actions you can. And Super your fun. rogue will love you uh, if you use this feature. And, uh, yeah, enemies within 10 feet of you. Um, 10 feet's not too big of range, no. so your roar is not massive, uh, but, yeah. It, Things fairly near you yeah. are affected. There's no save to this, so it just happens. Your allies have now have advantage on and attack you. rolls. It's like the help action, bonus action help against anything within 10 feet. But of it's you. not only helping one creature, it's helping literally yeah, everyone. everybody. So it's sort of and like... It, it targets all creatures, yeah. and it helps you. So you could bonus action do this, and then action hit someone as well and gain advantage on it so I you guess. can even as a rogue yeah. set this you up and your allies have advantage if you're a rogue you could roar Arr. and then stab someone. and what 10 feet away shoot them yeah oh i mean 
No. Yeah, they're 10 feet away when you roar on this. That, you, so why no... would you shoot them? Just run up and stab them. Well, or hit him with your tail. <laughs> I, thought, well, I thought we were doing dex build. Um, oh, yeah, I guess. But if you're a rogue, it's true. the bonus action is typically with a dexterity weapon or a, a I know, I'm profile. Whatever. I'm just I'm spitballing here. Yeah. Uh, the idea is that you can now have advantage yeah. uh, against all it. enemies who hear the roar. On attack rolls. That's crazy good. Hear the roar. Like the way it says 10 feet and then later it says hear the roar, I think that language will be cleared up in the future i think it it's not like literally any creature who could hear the roar and you can't like thaumaturgy like make your roar three times louder to like get more enemies in. oh that's a great idea yes you can no, no. yes yes you can definitely not 30 feet everybody gets advantage you, can you take get this advantage and you get advantage twice at first le- uh, level three times at fifth level essentially it's just your proficiency bonus that's what it is uh, many people who d- don't know what proficiency bonus scaling is uh it's Plus two at first level, then goes plus up like plus one every sequential fifth, ninth, thirteenth, and seventeenth. By seventeenth, you're at plus six. So at the highest level, you're kobold, and I find it always hard to imagine twentieth level kobolds. Um, but it's will be six times per long rest, not short rest, but long rest. And that's it. That's those uh, are all the pl- new new races, yeah. baby. New but races. That's not all. Yeah, no. The the dragon love keeps going. With feats um, and spells. Yeah. So feats are fantastic. So they're basically a, a chromatic dragon option, a metallic dragon option, and a gem dragon option. I would love to see a, a warlock who takes this and becomes really a dragon warlock. Because I don't think well, that's an option. I think that's a cool way to do it here. So here's another thing, right? So each of these gifts is going to make you sort of a little bit like the dragonborn of that I think they're quite style. different. They, they are. But here, in D&D now, we have custom lineage. Mm. Ooh, start off with this So feet. custom lineage or variant human. Um, but custom lineage is even more wide open in terms of what you look like. Yeah, I like that a lot. Uh, and you get to pick a feat up at level one. So if you're custom lineage and you want to make that custom lineage thing dragon-esque of some sort. But you don't want to be a full dragonborn. You just kind of want to be touched by it or somehow yeah. elemental in a way. I could even see the chromatic one being like, I'm I'm sort of semi-elemental without being a genasi even. Uh, any idea you have that you want to add in some dragon properties to custom lineage would be your way to go. Yeah. Um, and basically it gives you so the chromatic one gives you a bonus action which lets you infuse a weapon uh, causing it to deal elemental damage uh, just on, an extra d4 how cool is that it's that like an artificer cool. type power or almost. blood hunter style power um where if literally you're, the if blood you're hunter a, power. a fighter that picks up something like this and then suddenly it's like oh yeah with and no now damage my uh, weapon does and you can either or a i think blade. I can you see can actually choose you can tw- you can actually change it up i suppose every if time you want um, well, because I think it's a, it's only a once per long rest. Um, Ooh, that's a cool but thing, though. I think, I think like, after, like embrace full Tiamat and like Tiamat, I yeah. call upon. I don't know if each head it's, has a name, but it's like one you minute. Learn those it's names. one minute, so you get 10 rounds. So you likely don't pull it up until you think, oh, this is the big fight. We need what? Well, or we need a very particular type of damage. Yeah. I had some players in a party the other night uh, trying to figure out how to deal with some uh, brown mold. They had nothing that did cold damage. Yeah. And it was really kind of a frustrating moment of like, how the hell are we going to deal with this thing? Where something like this, Ooh, you're like, cold damage. no problem, I give you cold damage. Yeah. And you're like, and suddenly you start chopping at it with your sword, which would be a weird ass thing to do, or, or Warhammer or whatever you want. And you're just like hammering down the cold damage on it for like 10 rounds. A fun thing I could see someone doing as well with this is stacking it with elemental weapon. So not only do you have elemental weapon on the weapon, but you also have this feature. So you're doing an extra D6, D4 of this, maybe even two different elements. You know, double swords, what? one fire, one ice. Fire and ice sword? Why not? Or you even in one. D4 you know? of fire and a you D6 like, get of like ice. get like a double-sided and... battle axe. One side is like freezing over, the other side's oh, burning hot. I like what you're thinking. Yeah. It's going crazy, man. D&D in the 21st century is mad. Why not? Um, 2021 D&D. Or I could even see, like, you, you turn more of an alchemy type of leaf with this and, like, cover your, like, metal and acid. Maybe that was 
much sense. But, you know, you could get creative with this. I could see a player, like, it's just extra damage at the end of the day. You know, why not? And that's not the itch you get from the feet. Even though that, yeah. it, as a feat itself, Very that sounds cool. like a full feat to me. Yeah. There's plenty of feats in the in the book right now, which, which are way less than that. Yeah. Um, if you're going to burn an ASI, there's ain't a bad one to be burning it on. Secondly. Yeah. Secondly. Much like the Chromatic Dragon, you can use, well, usually. No, that one was a, t- that was a 10 minute one. Oh, yeah. This is right? one instance. This is a reaction. Much like shield or it's something. It's like a worse version of absorb elements. It's a worse version of absorb elements. But where whenever you take you, acid, cold, fire, lightning, or poison, you can use your reaction to gain resistance. But hey, hey, this is still fantastic. Yeah. Like already what you've gotten as the 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 weapon boost, which I know is only a D4, but because it's a very specific weapon damage type, that is such a puzzle breaker. Uh, yeah. a, a problem solver in in the game. It's like essentially five damage types where in the blink of an eye, you can go, wait, no, no, I take less. Yeah, where you find something's got a vulnerability to it. Or, or they... as a barbarian, this is a fun one to take, because not only you're going to be resistant to all that non like magical bludgeoning, slashing, piercing, sure. but now a reaction whenever someone goes, haha, but you're not resistant to this, though. Well, actually, yes, I am. <laughs> yeah, so this, this that's the one's it. all about dealing and resisting damages, which is... Just quite cool. Pretty awesome. Very combat-focused, though. Yeah. We move on to the Gift of the Metallic Dragon, it sort of gives me more clerical, platinum dragon, holy vibes in some way, um, where you learn Cure Wounds, which you can cast without expending a spell slot once per long rest, yeah. or with any spell slots you have. But the nice thing is, you can use any ability score you want. So this could work well with your kobold whatever build, or you could have a now a, a wizard who uses intelligence for his Cure Wounds casting every day, you know? A wizard with a free, like... Yeah, Cure look, if, you, cool. <clears throat> if you've got a particularly... Like a sm- pre- or a Celestial Warlock. This happens often if you've got a smaller party. If you're playing with maybe only three or four players, um, it is possible that you're, you don't end up with a healer in the team. Yeah. Or at least not a very good one. Um, this is an example of having a maybe not a really great one, but, but at, at least, least you got somebody who can drop that most important uh, get-out-of-jail-free card when somebody in the party goes down. And the thing about Cure Wounds is that I believe it adds spellcasting ability modifiers, and the fact that you can choose what that ability is is kind of nice. Yeah, so you get an extra bump on the healing, which is Be sweet. Cool. Uh, secondly, you can, secondly, much like Gem Dragons, again, again because two things. That, that feat wasn't good enough just like that. Uh, you can protect yourself with certain wings when you manifest you, wings right? now this is up to you to decide how you want to flavor this could be wings could be a shield could be anything I <clears> see, <throat> yeah know? it could be a some sort of like shell that comes around you it could be scales i could even see um, someone completely reflavoring this to be like just like a holy protector feat you know like just yeah. because of like a gift from my like celestial patron or whatever you know that once per day i can have cure wounds for free Absolutely. and gain this like shield of like protecting myself from evils or whatever right yeah so it's basically when you or a person within five feet of you yep. is hit by an attack. You can reaction, manifest the wings. Uh, you roll a d4, which, again, could be just a plus one bonus, unfortunately. So this is like shield, um, but variable. Yeah, it never is good because shield's an automatic plus five. This is probably going to be a plus two or three on average. Uh, but there's a number of but times the where things just AC hit, equal to that. It's right? true. It's true. Where Critical you, you got AC 15 yeah. uh, and something rolls a 15 to hit you. And you're like, oh. And the guy beside you is like reaction. And then you know for sure then those ones that are just on the cusp, you're like, nope, we are okay for another round. Or you stack this with someone casting shield on themselves. Oh. And then you throw this on top of Next it. Extra D4. You know? just and you to, think, oh, my shield's not enough. I only need one more. Boom. I just need one more. If I had six plus six, I'm like, is exactly. that one more? I got you one more. That's kind of fun. Yeah. It's, again, they, they're, the second half like of that one, just like the previous one's a bit weak, but, but as an, as an icing on the cake, it's yeah. lovely. Sure, yeah, more defensive, you know, a mix of a little bit more healing, you like attacking whatever, and then the defensive, you know, on the other side. And finally, Gift of the Gem Dragon. Uh, this one out the gate is a free plus one to any uh, mind mental stat of sure. your choice. Uh, this one, this one actually is very similar to uh, some of the psionic feats. Like I think mm-hmm. I was comparing this to telekinesis. And it, had a look did you at think, that. Do you think it looks better almost? Well, my first thought was, so I had this soul knife rogue who mm. took the telekinetic feet. Yeah. And, and then I'm like, and then I read this and I'm like, oh, I wish I had this. But then I went back and reread it. So they both give you the bump to your 
either your wis- intelligent wisdom or charisma, which is great. Mm. You can turn your odd number 15 into a 16. And if you're a custom lineage, this makes that, you know, yeah. two or a plus three possible, right? Yeah, plus three possible. So you, you could get to 18 in theory. Uh, At first level. Yeah, 0.5 to 15. And then you take the, this, the this plus, plus two, plus, plus two one. To, yeah, exactly. Uh, that gets you to 18, which is huge. For first level, um, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. So when you hit fourth level, you're at that max already. You know, um, to invest. And then, and then, so telekinesis had a shove-pull feature. Mm. This just has a big push feature to and it. And it's not like on your turn. It's sort of much like the other feats as a reaction when something tries to hurt you yeah or when you... where telekinesis is a bonus action that you can use kind of whenever you want mm. rather than defending you or trying to reduce damage uh this one is a more of a rebuke yeah. where the the creature that dealt damage must succeed on a strength save um classic eight plus proficiency but also plus the whatever you increase with this feat sure um or take 2d8 force damage which is great yeah so this this isn't just a a push this is a force damage i would even 10 points crunch if my player is a drem dragonborn that's like topaz or whatever or sapphire i would be open to change it to whatever damage type aligns with their dragon sure their gem dragon yeah i mean i think force makes sense in here because they're kind of saying it's just like hitting them hard but i can see a necrotic burst a thunder burst a psychic burst it it pushes them why not what bugs me is that it gets to push them 10 feet (laughs) and why telekinesis the shove on it can't push 10 feet. I mean, come on, 10 feet. That's all we want. Anyways, but telekinesis also lets you pull mm. uh, five feet. And, and there's a bonus action. And it's a bonus action. Yeah. And you're, and, and there's no limit. If right? you're using it on a friend, they can willingly fail the save. Mm. So you can pull them out of combat, and then they can use their action, bonus action, to run away like crazy. That's or true. not bonus action. Well, bonus action if they're a rogue. But um, they can action dash. dash. No need to disengage, which is nice. Without having to disengage and without taking up. Yeah. Uh, it's also infinite uh, with a telekinetic feat. This one yeah. is not. When you also get Mage Hand, Invisible Mage Hand. With yeah, it. exactly. So uh, looking back, I'm sort of like, okay, I'm sorry, is telekinesis. Really worth I it? do love you still. It's okay. We're yeah. still friends. Um, I'm not replacing you with Gift of the Gem Dragon. Not yet. However, this is not a bad one. I no, still think this has kind of got some cool stuff. Um, could you stack <clears> this with telekinetic I, well you could go super double yeah down, i mean you know? i sort of think this even from a character i've got it's got this feeling like like especially with a, a character who if you're playing like a, a character that's got well she's got a little the, bit of a there's something happened to her she was terribly traumatized right mm. so she's got this inner trauma that <clears throat> in this case if she was to get hit like this that she would have this reaction that she would kind of freak out and there's this telekinetic kind of push that sort of explodes out of her to force um, and hurt things that are close to her that push them away. Yeah. No, that's cool. Yeah, I like that. So which then leaves us with spells. Mm. I'm just trying to think, what's, what was that fighter subclass, Psy Warrior? Yeah. Could you make that more of a gem dragon build? And you could add it in. And right. then take this feat, you know, because you get yeah. the four or six as well. You could. I think anybody who's doing a, a psionic type build. This gift, is a fun gift one. to the gem dragon. It adds more variety to your stuff. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Reaction pushing stuff, which is kind of fun. Make it instead of just like a random, like, you know, telepathy, whatever sort of mm. thing going on with your fighter. Now it's gem dragon fighter, you know. So you can, you know, stick it to the the dra- purple dragon knights <laughs> were like I'm, I'm all about dragons no i'm the dragon fighter they don't even not they're not even about dragons it's such a dumb subclass that's for another day though when we delve into fighters <laughs> not today finally though you're right spells kind of not any cantrips there's kind of a mix of high level and low level but but they they've given us quite a few. Yeah. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven new spells. I'm not familiar with the lore on a lot of these names. I'm assuming they're from dragons. Uh, well, I looked up a couple. Because um, ice, icing death sounds like a, a white dragon name to me. Uh, so Fizban is a uh, character from Dragonlance. Oh, okay. So when that comes Ooh, up, Ooh, maybe hinting towards some Dragonlance releases. Uh, again, I don't know. Um, so yeah, there's one in here called Fizban's Platinum Shield. Uh, I'm assuming that sounds an, cool to me. it's an in joke of some sort, uh, but I do not get it. <laughs> um, 
I think it has something to do with Fizban being. There's also Relithan psychic lance, lance dragons. Mm, suspicious. Yeah. Um. Mm. Uh, a, a lot of these spells, all of these are actually on the wizard list. Some of them end up on the sorcerer, and druids also look like they get a handful of them, but um, not a lot of people are getting these spells. Lots of sorcerer, 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 wizard, 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 wizard. Some warlock, actually, for some psychic land stuff. Bard, in some cases, druid, and artificer gets one of them as well. Flamestride, which I think is my favorite so, group. All right, at so Fizban turns out to be the, uh, the avatar of Paladin also known as the Platinum Dragon. Right. Okay. That's cool. Uh, and it the, makes sense. Platinum the Shield. There you Palad- go. Paladin. Perfect. I could see this for a fun alchemy type thing if you go your classical sense of, you know, m- metals or whatever, right? This could be fun. I, look, this may have nothing to do with any Dragonlance stuff coming out. This may just be, you know, the wise and old folks at Wizards uh, digging back into the lore, you know, just dropping some fun stuff in there. Um, mm. anyway. it is kind of high level. Uh, what's what's icing deaths? Icing death. That come on. That's totally got to be a white dragon, right? That seems so white dragon. I- icing icing death sounds like sugar, man. Oh, what icing death is the nickname for Drizzt Urden's main right hand scimitar? Huh. Maybe it is extension or so something. So maybe maybe what they're doing here isn't so much. Uh, no, no, wait, no, no, no. It was also a white dragon who lived. Right. Yeah. In the Forgotten Realms. Interesting. Huh. I wonder if that's intentional. I wonder if Icing Death was like maybe trapped inside the weapon, perhaps? I'm not sure. Perhaps requires some more research. Uh, Nether, I feel like I've Nether heard of that. was uh, the god the of the pseudo-dragons and fairy dragons. A member oh. of, the, of Queen uh, Titiana's Seely Court, the Summer Court. Although he did not participate much. Interesting. His he translation of his name is me, right? Winged Serpent. Oh, I see. Rowlethim is the, the other one. Was a paranoid emerald dragon. Interesting. Uh, from Forgotten Realms. That's cool. Hinting towards, again, maybe Gem Dragon release coming I think, soon. I think actually all they've done is they were trying to name some of these spells. They just took old names And they're the like, lore. yeah, let's dig back into the lore, kind of find some names around dragon stuff. And uh, and we'll we'll sort of throw those onto these spells rather than giving them just some modern new name. Mm. Instead, we'll do a little like callback, a little shout out to our our old ones here. But yeah, uh, it's kind of cool. So yeah, Fizban's Platinum Shield, Nathir's Mischief, Icing Death's Frost, and Raluthim's Psychic Lance. Well, there's plenty actually. There, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven different spells here. Um, in total before we get into those though i would like to to shout out to the the big uh the biggest one i think on the list here draconic the f- transformation no the, it's the the fifth level conjuration oh that's summon the, draconic you mean spirit. biggest as much as at turn takes up on the page well i think yeah well level? i think i think it's importance in the game whether the other ones come or go we'll see this one will very likely be here to stay. It yeah. joins the new family of summon, of summon spells. spells which I'm which... surprised there wasn't a dragon one. It's always like weird dragon creature type doesn't get much love. Well, like I said we've had we have almost all of the rest of the the ones being summoned now. Mm, exactly. uh, we talked last week and how druids can do a summon beasts mm. as a part of their wild form, wild shape. No, uh, no, no, they can't. It's fine familiar. Is it fine familiar as part of that? Yeah. It's on their spell list, though. Is that what it is now? Yeah. It's on their spell list. Summon beast, which is great. Um, the this one's kind of similar, a higher level version, though. Yeah, there's multiple like versions of it. Fifth level, um, a little bit high level. If you want to know who gets it, uh, it's the druid sorcerer wizard. So hey, druids now have another summon spell in their yeah. repertoire. If you're a fan of the circle of shepherds, it's gotten maybe a little bit interest more. Yeah, circle of shepherds is crazy. It's like, loving this one. Pull. Yeah. So this one, <clears throat> much like its name says, summon draconic spirit, just like the other summon spells we've got, summon blank spirit. Um, you get, you get a very undefined, sort of uh, amorphous dragon spirit. dragon spirit. Yeah, which can be of three types, which is what they usually come sure. in, right? Uh, Chromatic, gem, or metallic. And and you know, if I was making a PC that had this spell. I would probably come up with a set mm. version of what this 
this little dragon thing looks is. like yeah and give it a name give it a look and feel and knowing that yeah there's a certain amount of flexibility <clears throat> with what we can do with it down the line but yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't make it just completely generic I would, i'd give it a little bit of extra love it's got a very good flying speed at 80 feet yeah it's um, crazy fast right yeah specific types of resistances again we've gone over the typings before um classic dragon stuff like immunities to being frightened uh blind sight stuff like that understands draconic um but the fun thing is it shares one of its resistances with you oh just kind of cool so say you're going to fight with a red dragon you know maybe this is a a fun choice to pull out not only do you get the benefits of something like a protection from element or energy you also gain a little dragon friend to fight alongside you which is kind of fun uh, against bite and claw, it, it's got a multi-attack, classic bite claw, yeah. but it's also but, got that little which you weapon. get to control with your bonus action. Mm. Yeah, so. much like any sort of summon thing, you control it with your bonus action. Otherwise, it just dodges. Yeah, yeah it just takes a dodge action. Yeah, uh, and uses its move to avoid danger and things. It can move around as well. Mm. Uh, the damage isn't substantial. I believe it's only two d six, but it does get higher if you cast it using a higher level spell slot. If it uses its breath weapon, although it gets to make mm. a breath weapon and a number of bite it's and claw large. attacks equal to half the spell's level. It's large. You can ride it. Holy cow! You can steed. Yeehaw! Yeehaw! It's fifth level slot, so yeah, you'd hope yeah, so. Better be large. <laughs> I was hoping for something large. <laughs> um. And it gets bigger the higher the spell slot Does you... Does it actually? Well, I'm not sure if it gets bigger, but... No, it just You upcast gains... it, it gains... Yeah. No, it just gains more hit po- uh, AC, hit points. Um, yeah. I think. Say, Does the damage... No, I don't think the damage actually does get higher. Maybe I misspoke. I don't think it does get higher. Only the Bite and Claw does, not the Breath Weapon. But, hey, whatever. Cool. Yeah. Um. So that one's, I think... That one's sort of your core, hey, we've got a, a new dragon spirit summoning spell. As for the other ones, at this point, they're flavor and fun. Spells in D&D notoriously, yeah, they change, they, they, they stick come around, and they come and yeah. go. That one I will put money on. We'll stick around. You think so? Yeah, that's that one's here as part of the collection for sure. Uh, Draconic Transformation, seventh level spell, uh, and poof, you're... You're a dragon. You're a dragon. <laughs> well, not really. It's kind of taking on also some of the other transformation ones. Although for my little gnome, deep gnome, draconic. Yeah, sorcerer, I would say actually it's more like fun. poof. You're a dragonborn. Well, do you, do you get a flying speed? Yeah, forty feet. Well, you're kind of dragon esque. You know? Yeah, you're you're a little bit more line sight, wings. Yeah, all the good dragony things. And man. you can make a breath weapon attack. That's hey, that's as close as to a dragon as you're gonna get. Come yep. on, man. poof. You're a dragon. Um, Fizzband's Platinum Shield. I don't think it's that good for a six-level spell. I mean, all it's like one-minute concentration. Yeah. 500 GP component. Yeah, you got to burn 500 GP for this. No, no, one. it doesn't. It's not consumed. Oh, but, isn't it? No. But you need a platinum. But you need plated, a, You can't just like a platinum plated dragon away. scale. Yeah. So how are you going to get that? Got to well, get a dragon, a dragon scale, scale, and then you need a platinum plated. Like what? What's going on there? Um, although I think maybe some paladins could convince the DM through some ceremony to get that if they're you know they've sworn an oath to the platinum dragon we can always go and ask as a silver dragon or somebody like one of the nicer metallic dragons hey guy uh you know buy one i'll hang out we can be friends and like i just need to scale stuff i just need to scale do you like shed them or anything like we do this like maybe free huh i wonder do dragons shed their scales and if so do they have just piles of them lying around they're like here have one here have one i'm I'm, i don't need it The field, uh, so essentially it's like a little field. It's not necessarily a shield itself, but it's a field, not shield. Yeah. That's confusing. It sheds dim light out to five feet, so a little bit of light, not enough to be substantial, but whatever. Uh, as a bonus action on subsequent turns, you can move the field to another creature within 60 feet of the field. So bonus action, this field moves 60 it's feet. It's a force field, yeah. It's a little force field. Uh, creatures protected by the field gain half cover, so plus two to AC, right, and deck saves. Um, it has resistance to acid, cold, fire, lightning, and poison. That's so, a lot of resistances. resistances. Uh, and if the creature is subject to an effect that allows it to make a dex, it's essentially just evasion. Um, the creature gets evasion, five resistances, and a plus two to AC and dex saves. But it is a six-level spell slot. It is a six-level spell slot. Lasts only one minute. 
and yeah. is your concentration. Yeah. It's okay. Um, um, I think it's, a, I mean, I, I don't know when I would really prefer to use this over other concentrations. Like, I'd rather have my guy with haste but, I mean, would, this, if but. you could, is Tensor's transformation concentration? Uh, I It is, yeah. Oh, I was going to say, if, if it wasn't, to put that, put this over top of Tensor's transformation. Or someone could, else cast this on you. Could you make you pretty... Pretty tough. Only sorcerers and wizards can know this. It seems like maybe a cleric could learn this one, but no, they cannot. But a tough the plus two lift uh, your half cover is not bad. Yeah, it's true though. All, your abjuration wizard is going to get a so bucket load of, of in the game hit points in the game reward so that I play. Though. We we have this like simple table rule for where you can hide, right? Mm. And if you're a rogue, you need three quarters cover, unless you have the skulker feet. Or one of the other various trait features out there that allow you to hide in lightly obscured, which means for our game, quick rule of thumb, half cover is lightly obscured. So in theory, in my game, and this isn't everybody's because it's loosey-goosey how you define lightly obscured or heavily obscured, but uh, half cover, uh, this would be enough to hide behind. But is it worth... A six level Flow spell slot, slot to for create, a theoretical home to, rule, to like create on, to man. create a space for the rogue to hide, for a theoretical game rule that's not even in the books that you've made up. It's not like made up. There's rules about hiding, is but is it that rule or is that kind of like something you know? I mean, hey, I don't knock on the rule. I think it's a fine home rule, but still, it, people at home, uh, people at home, I think if you dig into it, what I've just said will be as close to as close to, to to the rule as you'll ever get perhaps i don't know if it's super worth it for me though one of my favorite spells i really love from this this new collection is flame stride and i actually wrote a spell much like this the other day it's a little bit different it's a bonus action spell um, which is like always great you don't to see have. a lot of yeah. concentration up to a minute billowing flames of a dragon cover your feet uh granting you explosive speed uh, so for the next minute, a little bit like a far step, but a little bit of a, a smaller version, uh, and not doing, well, actually doing damage. I was thinking thunderstep for a second. Uh, your speed increases by 20 feet. Doesn't say walking speed. Could be flying speed if you have one. Suddenly your Aarakocra is jet powered. Why not? Well, Arti- ooh, ooh. do artificers okay. get this one? So <gasps> they do. Artificers so, now have rocket feet, rocket launcher boots. Right. So this is rocket launcher boots for so sure. The, I mean, and you've got to sort of flavor it that way somehow. Whether you're flying with it um, or running, there's a trail of fire that's emerging so from your feet that's doing one d6 fire damage to anything within five feet of it, including things that aren't being carried. Right. Mm. Objects that aren't being carried or worn usually catch fire if they're flammable. Imagine a tabaxi using this, doubling their movement speed. Well, but but you're also, like I said, not just doubling your movement speed. It's a bit like Tron. Like, do you remember the old bikes on Tron where they they that have that line that comes out behind them as they like drive around? Mm. As you run around past everybody, if you weave and dodge past everyone. There's a lot of 1d6 damages being done. And if you upcast remember, this, mm. if you upcast this, it's another d6 for every spell slot above third. You could be running around Whoa. for a minute, for 10 rounds, doing circles around everybody. And the everybody. speed gets higher and higher and higher. It's concentration. And you don't provoke opportunity See, attacks. But if you, with combined with certain magical boots and... No, I'm... Did you hear is, what I said? Tabaxi. Tabaxis are great options. I mean, it, it does mean you have to slow monks, down for a turn, Monks but. and barbarians also get movement speed This is a great boost. sonic spell. Now there's, there's a reason to move fast. Ooh, feats, yeah, your monks with this. Feats, if you can mobility feet, boost somehow, speed. There's a you ton, ton of ways to boost speed. Oh, no, it's yours. It's a self-spell. Um, so, yeah, there's a bunch of ways you can boost speed, and you can... You could do... And I don't know if this will last. This spell's crazy. Like, you could... You could be... This is pretty fun. You upcast this at... Fifth level, Fifth you're level, doing 3d6. 3D6 to your that. movement speed is now 60 feet. To every target that every you turn, run you run 126. Now, mind you, Again, every... you can only take it once per turn. Okay, and here's the once other thing. The turn. Every creature you run by... Once during a turn. Everybody that you run by that closely and then leave their their reach all get attacks nope. of opportunity on you, don't they? Nope. The spell means nothing provoke. You don't provoke opportunity attacks. Really? Yeah. Oh, movement doesn't... Pro- oh, my God. That's crazy. Yeah. That's I crazy good. I, I could imagine this as running or a little like 
like explosive rocket boots, like sending the armorer launching forwards, or I don't know. I think it's very fun. I love the spell. Uh, if you're wondering what other classes get it, because it's such a cool spell, rangers get it of what? all classes. Holy Dinah, rangers get a cool spell? Sorcerers and wizards. It's a first time for everything. Yeah. Uh, I think that spell is amazing. I love that spell. I would love to use it. Uh, Icing Death's Frost. Always fun to get another, you know, cold, cold spells. Spell. Yeah, not enough There's cold no spells. second level cold spells besides yeah. Snillock's Snowball Swarm, which sucks. So don't even talk to me about that spell. We now get an action, 15-foot cone, vial of meltwater. What's meltwater? Uh, like snow that's melted. Oh, is it? Oh, that's interesting. Uh, again, doesn't have a cost, so you could replace it. Instantaneous type spell. So imagine a burning hands, but instead... Oh, what? That's weird. Mm, there's a bit of a typo. It says range 15-foot cone, but then in the spell description it says a 30-foot cone. Huh. Which one is it? Ruh-roh. Ruh-roh. Um, um, let's say 15-foot because it sounds like burning hands. Sure. No, I think 30-foot because it's a second-level spell slot. Why not? Um, yeah. Each creature in that area must make a con save. Uh, classic with cold. Uh, on a failure, they take 3d8, which is the same as burning hands, so not great, and they're covered in ice for one minute. No concentration there until a creature uses an action to break off the ice, similar to much like a, a Tasha's um, caustic brew, but it's cold instead. Uh, and while it's got the ice on it, it doesn't. Does it take extra damage on the start of its turn? No, it just has its speed reduced to zero. So a creature's got to burn its action to get its speed back if it wants to move. Good thing, like to trap something trying to run away from you, cover it in cold. And that way, now it's speed zero. And it's got to burn its action so it no longer can dash away from you, you know? It's got to use, da you know, action to, you know, pry off the ice and start running again. And then by the time, you've already caught up to it. So I think some fun applications for this one. Also, freezing enemies in place. Always useful. Um, I think cool. I'd love to see the damage go to 46 instead, maybe. Um, but otherwise, I think it's a very interesting spell. I'd love to see it used in combat. I don't know how practical it really is, but fun addition always love to see a cool cold spell um good for your ice sorcerers or wizards out there nathier's mischief yeah so another it, illusion spell it, another one. second level spell this one is like this one first thing got my attention was the component yeah. a piece of crust from an apple pie not what just any pie component. it's it's definitely a very fey type spell and i can like i almost see this like you know maybe I don't know what type of cre of character you've got. Maybe I, my first picture is that of like a uh, halfling or something. Or the new hobgoblin. I'm just imagining them sitting there finishing this slice of pie and like as a player talking about how delicious your pie is and all of these things. And they're like, what are you doing? And then you f finish that, wave the little crust in the air and fill a 20 foot cube centered upon you with fey and draconic magic roll on the mischievous mischievous surge, surge table so it's a random effect to a little determine annoying. the effect at the uh -huh. start of each of your turns you can move the cube up to 10 feet and re-roll and, re and it's like the Fine. smell of apple pie and things become charmed of flowers, or things become blinded uh the cube must succeed on a saving throw or, or be giggling. giggling. They all start yeah. laughing. And moving in random directions. You are the life of the party. At or this turn point. things into difficult terrain. Yeah. But you can really mix up and keep rolling it's, until you get what you want and then start moving. It's it quite it's a, a little fun. Unwieldy, it's a bit of a fun party spell. Not um, know what's going to happen. I could see a fun wild. I could see, I could wild see, soul I could see this sort of little. Wild magic. I'm, I'm seeing this halfling. I've seen her finish the pie, and she goes, all right, let's get the party started, and waving the little crust in the air. And everyone's giggling. And then, yeah, and then before you know it, everybody starts, like, roaring with laughter, having, like, flowers surrounding them or whatever. I wonder, if you change the effect, does it force everyone to make the saving throw again? Hmm. Interesting. Fun question. We're running out of time. We've already crossed the hour mark, but I want to quickly give highlight to Rowlethim's Psychic Lance, which is an amazing fourth level spell. 10d6 psychic damage. That's, That's good. That's more than a fourth level fireball, I believe. And you don't, like, you, well, I suppose it's one it's a creature. Little, this is a little focused, yeah. You utter its name. There's no attack. If it's within range, there's no benefit from cover or invisibility. It just homes in. 120 feet away, say the name, boom. But if it's not within range, the spell slot is not expended. You don't waste the spell. You're walking around, 
<laughs> hey, Johnny. Uh, yeah. Are you here, Johnny? Johnny? Hello, I, Johnny. Like, yeah, I'm here. Psychic lens, 10 to 10, incapacitated, explode. Or it is actually an intent. It is actually an intelligence save. Never mind. But 10d6. You don't need to see nobody, it. Nobody makes intelligence saves. Oh, you actually do need to see it. Unless you're a rogue. It. Oh, huh. You do need to see it. Never mind. Not maybe as cool as I, I thought it would be. But you need to be able to see it. Or, wait. Never mind. Alter- it says alternate. This is a confusing spell. Why not just make it one or the other? Like one. Uh, you utter the creature's name. So yeah, it, you don't even you could be blinded. I'd I'd love to see like a blinded yeah. spellcaster. You of either some kind. you can either see them and shoot it at them, or you can say their name if they're within range. Yeah, and it homes in on them, it explodes just their does brain. Thirty points of brain damage. <laughs> I I'd like to go like a you know how like that psychic whatever like ninth level psychic scream explodes their head. I'd want to see this explode someone's head uh, as well. I think that's who gets that idea. spell. Uh, people get that if they are bards, sorcerers, warlocks, or wizards. Very bard spell. This is like an yeah. ultimate vicious mockery. It's kind of a bardish. Isn't you it? can't hide from me. Head explode. It's kind of fun. Well, like you play a tune that's so like annoying. Like I was. Oh, I wrote a song for you. Hey, Johnny, Johnny. Music's just too good. But wrapping that up, folks, we are already at the one hundred five. So that's that's how you how you get more dragon in Let's your dungeons get, and dragon i hope this inspired you to make a new character with some dragon stuff it's got we me thinking are. yeah i'm thinking all sorts of things uh, you can sort of hear our creative juices with the feet spell something like dripping that on once the floor it drops over on here. D&D beyond you really gotta give it a try because this sounds uh, cool yeah yeah stand by for the D&D beyond drop and then build start building characters folks all right see you next week bye bye